Intentionally Disruptive is brought to you by Microbe Formulas. Creating solutions that work is what we do. Restoring hope and health is who we are. Visit Microbe Formulas online at microbeformulas.com. A podcast about life. I mean, that's a struggle, I think, with every single day. Are we good enough? Everything it can throw at you. The only person that can make us happy is ourselves. Real people talking about life's real issues. Oh, yeah, there we go. This is Intentionally <laughs> Disruptive with Shauna McNeil. All right, our series this month is called On the Gram. We are talking to Instagram influencers who have built a following and a career by being intentionally disruptive. Now, our second guest for the On the Gram series is a do-it-yourself home improvement YouTuber. He's the host of his own podcast called Next Door Neighbors. He has over 77,000 Instagram followers. It is Mr. Build It. Do you like to be called Mr. Build It? Or is it Alex? I mean, what, what do you? Oh, it's so strange when people run into you and be like, hey, Mr. Build It. I'm like, no, it's Alex. Hi. Hey, listen. <laughs> it's this Alex. is so strange. When something becomes your career, it's just so strange when people use like the superhero stage name to you. Yeah, no doubt. Well, this is our new podcast studio. You're our second guest. And I know you are Mr. Build It, but your wife is Mrs. Decorator. Mrs. Decorator, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Minton Pine. How would she rate this? I was hoping she'd be with oh, me Oh, this today. is 10 out of 10. Definitely would come here again. Really? Yeah, I know. Man, our Michaela, who does uh, our design, she did an incredible job here in the studio. I can't wait for you to see the lobby. The lobby is an embarrassment at this point, yeah. but we're working on it. Oh, it will beautiful. be It will be ready to go I love here it. probably I, in two weeks. I'm ex- Well, we're, we're coming back. That's what we're doing. Um, and then your wife can raid the, the lobby yeah. as well. Yeah, so yeah. Can, she'll she see how I did feedback. on my judgment. Yeah. So you have 77,000 over 77,000 followers on Instagram. How many do you have on YouTube? I think it's bigger, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit over half a million. Um, We generate roughly around 2 million views a month on there. Over 2 million a month? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. So I, I know that I read that you, um, or I saw your stories uh, on Instagram that you just purchased um, uh, land in Garden Valley. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's going to be a huge project. You plan on building a cabin there, yes. if I remember correctly. Yes. Um, what has been your biggest challenge, your biggest project to date? It's anything that my wife comes up with, really. <laughs> of she, right? Because I, <laughs> I've, I've done this dance long enough where I kind of have a finger on the pulse where I see the content that works and the content that doesn't. But then the vision that she has, it's far more detail-oriented. And I'll say this, like every time she's picked a project, it's always got me the most amount of stress, but also it resulted with the most amount of money and viewership from it. Like that's the, and it makes sense. It's the most stylistically appealing stuff. Yeah. So prime example, one example I have is like we have this video on the channel called a DIY staircase makeover. And we have this like really grungy, uh, dark staircase. And she's like, what if we got rid of the carpet? We got rid of the 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 drywall railings. And then we did this open concept where it's metal rod, black railing. And then we got these white stair treads that are Chevron shape. And then we have these uh, weathered oak looking capped uh, stair uh, steps themselves. And I just kept dwelling on the fact that it's like, these are white stair treads. They're not going to look white for forever. <laughs> the kids are going to stub their toes against yeah. it. It's going to be black after a while. And it's it, I'm going to waste so much time. And after wrestling for a little bit, I was like, fine, I'll do it just to make you happy. Because that's what my career started from, is just making her happy with like building her the things that she wanted. And then that was probably like my second video ever that went viral. I mean, that, then, that your your spouse is supposed to challenge you. That, yeah. that that's our job. Yeah, that's my husband. We always tell each yeah. other. That's how we kind of mellow things out. Like, oh, I'm supposed to challenge you, right? <laughs> I mean, have you ever thought about 
um, starting like maybe a workshop on how to, <laughs> on how, cause I, I'm thinking of all these things. Like I love all the stores. I'm sure your wife loves, uh-huh. you know, world markets and, uh, West Elm and all those, all those stores. It's like, I wish obviously when you're watching your budget and things like that, I'm like, man, I wish my husband could just walk out to his garage and build me something. And build right. <laughs> and I know that's how you started. That's yeah. how your, yeah, that's how yeah. your career started. Yeah. So have you ever thought about doing your own workshop for husbands? I mean, what kind of messages do you get? <laughs> Where you like drop your husband, like kids camp in the summertime <laughs> And then you pick that's, them up in three weeks. Great. I, know, I know the perfect spot in McCall. It's, it's then, called uh, what Valley Point yeah. Camp or something like that. It's in McCall. It'd be perfect. They It'd come, be perfect they for come it. back with table saws and miter saws and then a can-do attitude. No joke. I mean, seriously. I'll have plenty of DMs of gals going, hey, how do I get my husband to do this? And I've kind of like trickled it down to like having one answer to them. And I was like, listen, first of all, I'll preface with this. There's some kind of magic you gals wield over guys if harnessed <laughs> properly. Okay. Like the thing with my wife, we're going on almost nine years of marriage here this uh, August. And one thing she did from day one was always made me feel like a superhero, which was the coolest feeling you can have. And this is pre-building. Yeah. Right? And then after that, it never like dwindled down. It only kind of like went up. So from there, it was like, hey, I'll try to make this. And then she was like over the moon about it. And then you're like, oh, how do I chase this high? And so this confidence was always put into me by her because I have my own childhood she trauma. She believes in you. I had my own childhood yeah. trauma. You know, so it's like yeah. my parents like instilled this like, you can do anything you put your mind to. But with her, it's a different story. So like I'll, I've said this over on numerous amount of podcasts is like she is gets all the credit for all my success because she's the only person that makes me feel I can do anything. Yeah. And so if if you can do that in a relationship where you're like, hey, I bet you could do that. Or and then when they do it and it's a half ass job, you're like, that was incredible. And then you're blown away by it and you show it off. And that makes that guy do that even more. Absolutely. And so that was the thing. It was to me, she was like, I, you know, I bet you can do it. And I would try it. And the, the equation basically became, hey, let's not hire a guy and pay him 2500 bucks to do that. Why don't I do it myself? We'll allocate 500 bucks towards the tools. And then I'll do the rest and we'll save the rest of the money. And now I have these tools to take to the next job, which we save even more money on renovations. And I always say that to my, you know, my husband and I have these conversations all the time. It's like, all it takes is one person to believe in you. And it's, it's just a bonus that it's your spouse, yes. right? Because oh, my right. husband and I have the same exact relationship. And I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, how much, how much time do you spend on these projects? What would you, what would you say? Well, like one I, product, the stair, the staircase, the project. staircase, probably four weeks. See four weeks. Yes. My love language mm-hmm. is um, is uh, what is it? Um, oh shoot, I forget what it is. What's the one where acts of service? That's what it acts is. Acts of service. Acts okay. of service. Okay. Quality time is a close second, right? Uh-huh. I would rather <laughs> hire someone to do the project uh-huh. so I could spend more time with my husband because we, you know, yeah. we, oh, we're sure. constantly working, running around, and things sure. like that. So the idea of him sitting in and doing a workshop and going to you know Mr. Build It Camp, <laughs> it, it sounds well. He'll it get three nice, full meals and snacks, <laughs> but and I, I really, and I think about it, like, he's he's handy in his own right. But he just, we just would rather, you know, outsource it or hire somebody to do it. So it's like, it's one of those things like, man, I really want that mirror right now. Yes. I got to learn patience and know that, you know, I, I he's not going to go to a, a workshop and build it right now. The difficult part behind it is I have a little bit of excuse. This is my day job, right? Yeah. So like I, so what, what got me out of my day job is I worked at St. Luke's Hospital for uh, five years, six years. What did and, you do there? Uh, I worked as a respiratory therapist um, at, in the neonatal ICU. So I went on all the critical deliveries. So basically resuscitated dead babies for a living. Then I worked in the ICU oh. where I kept people on ventilators and life support. And then uh, ER, 
you know, switch. So know. this is, I mean, a complete, I'm, oh, yeah. like, 180. Oh, 180. And, and, and honestly, what started this whole thing was this, uh, you know, once I started having, having kids and, and seeing this opportunity loss where I wasn't there uh, because I'm working 12 and a half hours at the hospital, um, I wanted a, a life where I could be in front of my kids and do all these things and, and make these memories. So it basically worked me out of my job, but it always, I mean, it's, so if, like I just finished a, a kitchen makeover where we did a, a series on YouTube called The Concrete Slab House Makeover where it's a house that's there's no crawl space no basement it sits on a on a just a concrete slab plumbing and everything yeah and we're transforming everything and so the kitchen took us six weeks but that's six weeks of doing it from you know 9 a.m till 3 p.m you know so it's like it's a full-time job you know eventually. Well, and bonus i mean you're, you and your wife are like the dynamic duo right i mean you build it she designs like yes. she's she's incredible at yeah. uh yeah. you know at interior design and 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 you know like, like looking at the podcast studio here, yeah. like this is like this is her gig, right? So you make you build it, and it's almost like the Joanna Gaines, Chip Gaines <laughs> yeah. type of situation, yeah. which is cool. Is that means you guys can still spend time together doing these projects, exactly. And 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 we don't, yeah, it's it's we're a really unique situation where we our communication language is is is, is uh, humor, so we laugh ninety five percent of the time. Um, her, because she, she's, it's funny that we should have both been here, uh, but she, cause she's on the gram as well. I, I, I just want her to rate. I just want, I know cause she's, she's a, yeah. she has a huge following yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's really awesome where we like spending time together. We, 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 we have a better understanding of what the other person's thinking. We're really fortunate to be able to work together, work off of each other. That's awesome. And, uh, in a way it kind of promotes each other's followings, right? Cause yeah, absolutely. I think somebody wants to ask me, how do you keep from, uh, overusing each other's content where if you're both sharing it on each other's spaces, well, there are two different kinds of audience. Her primarily is female, mine primarily is male, which is weird. But it's um, it's it's like she'll design it, I'll build it, I'll promote her, then she promotes me by by sending traffic elsewhere. So it's it works, it works out, well. yeah. and that's awesome. Uh, what um, so like you, you obviously bought the property in Garden Valley. You're going to build the build the uh, the cabin. What's your current project? Like, what are you working on right now? Like the concrete the, slab house right now. So yeah, the concrete slab where yep. okay, gotcha. Yep. So that's we just finished the kitchen. We did the flooring. We did the paint. Now we're transforming a formal living room into an actual bonus room. So if you are in the market for buying a house and you're like, listen, we have kids, we want to have a bonus room. We're actually taking one of those situations where you have a formal living room that nobody hangs out in, and yeah. you have the family room where the TV is in that really comfy sectional. Yeah. And then you're turning that formal living room into a bonus room. So we put a dividing wall up, ten foot stall, dual sliding barn doors, you know, concrete uh, uh, fireplace, and all that jazz. That's got me thinking. We have a formal dining room mm -hmm. and a formal. You never living hang room. out in, do you? We never use either. We eat in the breakfast nook. Yes. And for dinner, everything we and sometimes we just get the TV trays and sit in the living room and watch mm -hmm. yeah. in our family room, right? So we have two wasted. So I mean, the rooms are huge, and we don't do anything. They have nice furniture in there. We do nothing with it. Why do we do that? Yes. <laughs> what What is the point? I like, think what? originally. Uh, the I think the, the idea of the formal living room, and I might probably just shooting from the hip right now, but the formal living room I think was originally like you ever remember those like old school Christmas movies where you that that orphan kids walking by this house that's covered in snow and you look in the window and everybody's sitting having dinner. Yeah, yeah. But you could see them from the window. Yeah. I think that's a formal living room. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's what, what it is. That's what you're supposed to use it for. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to use it for the passerbyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where you have like when company comes over stuff, you know. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I, so you have what? You have two, three kids. I have three kids, yeah. You I have, have two, two boys, boys and a girl. And girl. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh, I, I was looking at a picture. They're, they're adorable. Thank and you. I, I was wondering because obviously you sh you put pictures of them yeah. on your social media. Yeah. Um, do you have them on your YouTube channel, your kids? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they've, they've cameoed on all my stuff for sure. And that's a question because as you are an influencer – uh, in a big way. And like I said, you have a, a big male following. Your wife has female following. 
Um, but they follow you because of who you are. Not It's also important what you do, but who you are as a person. And as you're doing these projects, you're obviously sharing personal things. You have your children on the video, on, on you, you host your own podcast. Are there any topics that are off limit for you? Not at all. You don't have any topics. Not at all. I, you know, my my goal is to never embarrass my kids, and who's to know until yeah. later on. Um, when my wife, because my wife and I, we have the podcast together. It's called Next Door Neighbors, and you know, it's us talking about being air quote influencers and being business minded and having kids around and creating content and remodeling. So all those topics are shared within that. And I mean, we'll share anything and everything on those podcasts just because it's that easy of a conversation. But when it comes to like uh, camming on YouTube and all that stuff, my, my boys, it's weird, but like, they will wear my merch voluntarily to school and then have it's cool their... merch though. Yeah. It's awesome. And they're and they're and they're yeah. and their and their classmates will say, like, I think I follow your dad's YouTube channel. Like they'll like <laughs> yeah. and and but what's cool is like I have a little bit better gauging. So my youngest boy Beckham, he is he he's never gonna go to college and I hope he does, but I, he's just not wired like that. He's wired like me. You can't get me to concentrate. I, I was horrible in school. So he's just he wants to do like I always put it this way. He's going to be a rocket scientist. So he's going to be he's going to be the one that puts like pizza on the moon, right? Uh -huh. He's not yeah. necessarily going to create the most aerodynamic rocket, but he's definitely going to put pizza on the moon. Do out of the box right, stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then Jack, my oldest, he's more this analytical one where he's like, I'm going to go to MIT, but I'm also not like I don't want to be told what to do. And so with him, he's like, I want to be a gamer. And I'm like, okay, well, what can I do? Because I know technology is like different in your guys' world as my world. It's like, what can I do to not discourage you, but give you a platform to have a gaming channel? So here's a fun fact about me. I'm not a gamer at all. Oh yeah. My no. oldest brother is, I'm the youngest of three boys. I never got into video games. I forced myself to get into video games because my oldest boy is into video games. And how, is your, how old is your he's oldest? Eight. He's eight. Okay, he's per turning perfect eight. Day. Oh yeah. He, and so yeah. he's a monster at Fortnite. So I'm like, okay, so <laughs> if I'm going to be able to relate to you when you turn 12 and older than that, I have to be able to meet you where you're at. And I guess gaming is where I have to meet you. And so I'm like, they go to bed yep. and I'm like playing Call of Duty. And my wife's like, you're not good. <laughs> she's, she's like, you're not good. I go, I know. I'm working on it. What about the Fortnite phrase? It just grosses me out. Skins. Skins. Uh, like it makes me. I just. I, can we yeah. just call them costumes? My or boys uniforms? go like, yeah, can you buy me skins? skins? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm the same way as you. My son is 13. Uh -huh. um, I'm not cool now. Yeah. I used to be the center. I mean, he used to be the center of my world. He still is, but he doesn't allow me to. You know, he wants Meet to kind of have his independence, <laughs> right? Like he's. It happened overnight too. It freaked me. I'm like, where? What happened to my baby boy? He's an only child, right? But he would go to bed, and I'd be reading. Minecraft game or Minecraft books, you know, and then yeah. try so I could at least relate to him, talk about skeletons and and farming, and I'm telling him not to slaughter any animals. I'm like, oh, buddy, don't put a bunch of pigs in the in the ground and then slaughter them, right? Yeah. And then he also used to think that I was the coolest person hosting a morning radio show for 20 years, and my mom's on the radio. Now he wants nothing to do with it. I am the most, I am like the least coolest person on the planet to him now. So please take all of this attention, him being on, like thinking dad's yeah. awesome. Just take it, you know, just consume oh, it because, yeah. you know, it just doesn't last forever. Then they come back around, I heard. So, so that's <laughs> yeah. what the books say. That's what my therapist says. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the books and my therapist say. Like, hey, they'll come back around. Of course, I follow you on Instagram. Uh -huh. I don't I don't follow your YouTube channel, but I do follow you on Instagram. And I noticed that you made one mention and and these are trolls right uh -huh. like influencer uh, influencers deal with trolls all the time yeah. and you made one mention about um finding a safe place to talk about guns uh-huh 
And was it a different app that you were able to? Oh yeah, was oh, that's it? What, what was that app that got blocked? Parlor. Like, parlor. Yeah, 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 yeah parlor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did that, and I and it was great because you definitely see a group of people. Because and and this is kind of re- referencing back to the gram. It's like it, let's say you have the gram, and my theory behind Instagram is like this is what gets you to the dance, but then you have to have something with substance where people go and digest your information, whether it's a podcast or YouTube, yeah, or whatever, something more longer format. And I realized that once uh, the 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 same people who follow you on Instagram don't necessarily they don't all jump over to this next thing. You say, "Hey, I'm on Twitch now. Go stream with me." Uh-huh. You get such a small percentage of people, so you realize different platforms cater to different types of people. And Parlor is one of them. We we're experimenting. I had a lot of people saying, "I I love the fact that you're you know you're you're teaching kids about gun safety. You're taking kids out shooting. You're taking a wife out shooting. You're 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 creating all this kind of uh, healthy dynamics in the homes. Like I would love to fi- follow you somewhere else that you speak more about it." But you know, and so we we tried that with Parlor, and a lot of people jumped over, and, and then Parlor got shut down. You know, it's it, it comes down to again, if we're going to talk about the gram, it's like you got to diversify your social media. Right, following. of we're course. Like, well, what happens when if Instagram gets shut down tomorrow? What's going to pay your bills, right? Yeah, because I'll break it down. Like I, I know plenty of people who make a living off of Instagram. But they make such a smaller percentage of their income from Instagram compared to a longer formatted thing, whether it's a podcast or YouTube or anything, a blog. You know, it's you got to have something that gets you eyes and then feeds them even more afterwards. Hold up. Here's one thing you need to know. Hi, I'm Ryan Riley with Microformulas. We create products to support people in their personal journeys towards healthy living. Let me introduce you to my friend, Abby. After cancer treatment, my struggles um, mainly had to do with my ability to be present with my children and have the energy that I need to be the mom that I wanted to be to them. The first time I heard about microbe formulas was from a good friend of mine after treatment was complete and I was in remission. Um, She just noticed that I was lacking that pep in my step and offered the products to me and I took them and within three weeks, I just kind of noticed a return of my energy. Microbe formulas taking their products really helped me reestablish that energy so that I could be more involved, so I could go back to being the mom that was participating and making those memories. Visit us online at microbeformulas.com. Welcome to the real you, Microbe Formulas. Intentionally disruptive with Shonda McNeil. I, I'm not against guns per se. I would just be a nightmare with a gun. I have such high anxiety. I'd yes. be blowing everybody away. Oh. You t- you knock on my door, you're going to get blown away, yeah. right? Like, I'm just going to start, I'm going to be trigger happy. So I, <laughs> guns should not be anywhere <laughs> near me. Yeah. My husband, he's super controlled and he yeah. has, you know, he has a gun and he um, he does, goes to shooting range and things like that. But they're always trying to get me to go. I'm like, nobody. Yeah. Are you crazy? Are yeah. you just trying to end everybody's life right now? <laughs> I do not need a gun. I'll mess something up. I'm so anxious when it comes to handling yeah. guns, but that's not for everybody, right? And you know, you got to find you got to find your place. And you of course have your your huge niche. Do you have Do you have TikTok? Uh, I do have TikTok. Yeah, I I do realize you show feet. Do you show feet videos? A lot of feet stuff. That's probably <laughs> that's my niche. Is actually a lot of feet stuff. That's a little side uh, comment based off our off off we, before we started doing the podcast. Um, uh, you're sharing that you get uh, men uh, sending you feet photos. Well, they're requesting my feet. Requesting picture. your yeah. feet. They're not. They're gotcha. they're voluntarily sending me Venmo money to send them feet, gotcha. which is awkward. Guys are too. Guys are aggressive. <laughs> 
guys are really aggressive. I sometimes I go like, is this what girls have to feel like? With yes, you guys like you know well, call me daddy. You know what I mean? Like whoa, hey yeah, man, you're getting feet requests and I'm getting wiener pics. Hey. I mean, it goes it goes both ways here. I mean, I block the people when I get those pictures. I immediately block them, but I download the photo first just so my girlfriends they they believe me. When I say, hey, I got another one. Do you? I, got, a, I got another one. <laughs> got another one on the line. I got one on the line. Did you, do you sign them to your spouse to be like, can you look at this idiot? Um, my husband knows. I mean, obviously being in radio industry yeah. for 20 years and, and things like that, the, I, I've had to delete, um, like Snapchat terrifies me. I yeah. deleted it like the next day because I would get like, hey, rate me. And I'm like, well, that's an opportunity <laughs> missed. That deserves some googly eyes and a hat. And I love kind sending of- my wife these things be like, look how aggressive <laughs> this guy is thinking he's going to convert me. <laughs> like, Is your wife okay with the attention? I mean, because she's an influencer herself. She is. And you guys yeah. team up a lot. Yeah. But is she okay with, I, obviously you building the following, yeah. was it a little scary at first? Like, oh, no, I don't know if I want to put my life out there. Was there any hesitation yeah. moving forward? So when it originally it got started and I was building this thing, um, she was uh, she did a transition from being a stay-at-home mom. Then she uh, went into the workforce. And then she started her her uh, influencer world and, and content creating after that. But when she was still starting, before she got into that world, it was one of those moments where she's like, hey, you're always on your screen. You're always on yeah. writing blogs because that's what originally I started doing is doing blogs, not video. And she's like, be present. But then when she started um, kind of getting in that world, she started understanding that, like, you're getting something off the ground, that something that's difficult today will be easier tomorrow. So yeah. the kids are a little more understanding of time that the parents are doing. And so um, today, no, she, I mean, from the conversations that we've had, she's uh, – I think the key is being open and transparent. Uh, so absolutely, like, yeah. So I'll be like – I'll send her – I sent her the other day. I was like, hey, I got – my phone got, like, these weird text messages of, like, the sex chat line thing. And I'm like <laughs> – girls thinking and so i'll give her the phone and i'm like hey are you seeing you want her to see it oh yeah no so to to me because i think my theory is like if you have nothing to hide then hide nothing at all and Uh, the moment you hold something back Uh is that's when you start playing into this dark world of like this is my like off camera stuff and that that leads to nothing but but trouble and so to me i go hey Look at this guy who wants my feet pictures. And, you know, that that's good on you yeah. because I, I don't think a lot of people would do that. Obviously, because you get caught up, right? You get caught oh. up in the ego trip. And you know, every, we all have egos, right? You're too special after and, a while. Absolutely. And you deserve better or something. You're yeah. exactly right. So we're going to play uh, a little game. We're going to get to know you uh, on a deeper level. This game is called the Five Second Rule Game. Have you ever played it? Yeah, but most I have to drop something on the ground before. <laughs> oh, so you have five seconds. It. You have five seconds. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is like, it's one of those boring, I think it's a kid game, but I just kind of pulled some questions myself for you. So you have five seconds to answer the questions. Okay. All right. Oh, this is hard. Your first one, name three apps on your phone. Oh, uh, TikTok, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. Good job. Thanks. They make me money. <laughs> <laughs> they pay my bills. <laughs> it's like, name your employer. Oh, <laughs> uh, St. <say> Luke's. Uh, <laughs> All right. Name three things you find funny. Oh, uh, 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 dirty jokes, uh, 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 people getting hurt, and uh, stand-up comedians, which is... Good job. Thanks. You almost, you almost what? Almost failed, right? Uh, name three things you do before bed. Uh, brush my teeth, have a cocktail, and uh, watch New Girl. New Girl? Yeah. Really? Zoe Chanel, yeah. 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 <laughs> I got All a right. fist bump in the corner. <laughs> I'm winning this thing right You're now. You're totally winning. All right, your last one. Name three of your favorite tools. Oh, uh, uh, miter saw, table saw, and uh, domino jig. 
and I don't know what any of those were. <laughs> can <laughs> we can we have somebody Google just to make sure he's not making anything up? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Two of the three don't exist. <laughs> All of the girls in the studio were like, we have no idea what that means. Well, that's a wrap for us. I appreciate you so much oh, coming thanks. in here. Do you want to plug your channels? Your yeah, YouTube? yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Build It anywhere you want to find it. And then uh, Next Door Neighbors on all streaming platforms. Uh, Mrs. M and I, uh, we have a ball. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming in. All right, coming up next week, we continue the On the Gram series with my longtime friend Fallon. Uh, Fallon has her own podcast called Heartbroken, which just hit over 2 million downloads. She also co-hosts a wildly successful large market radio show in Minneapolis and has a huge Instagram following. That's next week on Intentionally Disruptive. Intentionally Disruptive is presented by Microbe Formulas. Creating solutions at work is what we do. Restoring hope and health is who we are. Visit us at microbeformulas.com.